Hey, hey, hey. Hi, and welcome back to Dumb Bad So Sad. We're cold this week. Uh, for some reason, it's 40 degrees. Snow. Um, if you were wondering where we were last week, sorry. Blame the university. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we had uh, technical difficulties and then people difficulties and are you am i people am i the difficult people no you're not people difficulties the people below us are people difficulties ah yes uh the wonderful men below us please don't play lacrosse in your dorm i feel like i shouldn't have to say that uh this week we're doing a movie called willie's wonderland and it was recommended to us by multiple of our professors and it was a horrible recommendation it was wonderful oh willie's wonderland more like Willie's Wonder Awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Willie's Awful Land. Willie's Awful Land. I feel like this could be a um, uh, Willy Wonka parody and it could be called Willie's Wonka Land. Oh, or porno. <laughs> this movie, I've mostly forgotten it. I've remembered it because I've reviewed it multiple times and I hate that for me. And this movie has Nicolas Cage in it. Does he say a line? Nope. No. You know what he does do, though? Kick some ass. I think I would rather watch National Treasure four times in a row. This movie is just like a steroids promotion. It's just <laughs> one long, like, cocaine ad. This movie basically starts when Nicolas Cage's character drives onto those spiky things that cops put on the road. And this looks like a Honda commercial. His His tire is blown out. And so he's like... I gotta, I gotta fix this. And so he goes to a car place and they're basically like, oh, we don't have internet in this town. Um, and like, so the ATMs don't work and um, we just need, we need, you need to work this off. Yeah. So like, we don't have cash. No, like, we need, we only take cash. I feel like, what if I like told him my car in this town? Like, that's not like, you can't pay with that for like, with like a 20. No. I mean, you'd work it off in Willie's Wonderland. That. I guess so. I guess so. I mean, that's the whole trap of the entire town, which we find out later. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, I bet they do have internet and credit card. You would think so. They just be trapping people. So they tell him, though, if he works one night in this old kind of Chuck E. Cheese-esque place, and he just, because it's like out of commission, they just say, if you clean it just the whole night, just go in there and clean it. In the morning, we'll have your car and you can leave. And he's like, okay, except he doesn't say okay, because he doesn't talk. He doesn't say anything ever. He just does it. There's also, just for some world building, there is like a sheriff and like a cop station. And then there's like a group of teenagers. And those are the only other people we see like in this town. As we find out that uh, the janitor, Nicolas Cage, janitor, (laughs) and we find out as he's going to work in Willy's Wonderland, we have this cutscene of I guess the main girl in the movie her name is Liv and she is trying to light Willie's Wonderland on fire she's like pouring gasoline and she's gonna like light it up so if you guys didn't know we take notes um when we watch these movies and I titled this movie Willie's Wonder Lube (laughs) more lube jokes I thought we were done no (laughs) l-o-o-b Oh. Wait, 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 no, I wrote, I wrote Woober Lube. <laughs> Anyways, back to the movie. Back to the movie. Okay, so Liv is trying to light this place up, 
and all of a sudden the <laughs> cops roll up ski ski and they're like hey you gotta stop this and they like arrest her and we find out the sheriff is her mom your guardian and this motherfucker like handcuffs live to the stove in their house or something but then so Liv's friends come and break her out of like quote-unquote jail and all of her friends are annoying once again people don't know how to write teenagers which is very fun yeah and at one point two of them just like start making out for no reason really like the the bubblegum blonde and her boyfriend like as they're all walking Mm. out of the trailer she just starts like making out with him i'm like this is unnecessary that's basically like their whole like like personality none of the characters in this movie are developed at all no and it drives me insane but then it cuts to willie or nope his name's not willie then it cuts to nicholas cage the janitor um and he's cleaning up everything in willie's and he's like looking at one of the animatronics in front of him as he's like mopping and he just starts like punching it out of nowhere like it didn't move it didn't really do anything and he starts punching it and then suddenly it comes to life and he is so casual and so chill about the fact that this literal robot just came to life and tried to eat him oh i'm pretty sure it says i'm pretty sure it says i'm gonna feast on your face yeah something like (laughs) that and then it's, it's an ostrich yeah Aussie ostrich yeah Aussie ostrich um but Nicholas Cage just beats the shit out of it silently he silently beats it up one thing that shocked me about this is that when he kills the animatronic um it it bleeds it might be like oil I guess so I guess that makes sense but I was just like yeah that was interesting for me too I thought maybe it was symbolic because I don't want to spoil it. I mean, we find out that, like, these animatronics are basically, like, possessed. So I was thinking maybe it's, like, symbolic of the fact that, like, the people's souls are in there. But, it like, the blood, it's, like, black. So I thought maybe it was oil. I'm not really sure. That makes a lot more sense. See, I didn't try to put it together. I just went, wow, dumb. I'm sure it had no meaning. Yeah. As soon as Nicolas Cage um, beats the shit out of this ostrich, he just goes back to cleaning. Mm-hmm. Just so casually. And he yeah. just like changes his shirt and he drinks a drink. <laughs> Straight crack in that drink, whatever you drink it. Literally cocaine <laughs> in the drink. I swear to God. Mountain Dew Rush. Is that what it's called? <laughs> <laughs> Anya and I saw this energy drink um at Giant Eagle and it was like a Mountain Dew energy rush or something. Yeah. It's like the name. That- it claims that it boosts your mental capabilities and your energy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's like when, like, do when, like, Honey Nut Cheerios used to say, like, if your kid eats this before school, they'll do better on their tests. That's the vibe it gives me. That's why I did so bad in school, because I had a nut allergy and I couldn't eat Honey Nut Cheerios. Exactly. Just kidding. I was really good at school. Get to kid burnout. Same. But yeah, we think we think that's what Willie was drinking. His name's not Willie. <laughs> no, it's the janitor. We think that's what the janitor was drinking. Willie is a giant animatronic weasel. No. <laughs> so while Nicolas Cage is in this building, we cut to a clip of the sheriff and she's there with this like new trainee whose name is Evan. And apparently Evan, he's like, why do I have to work overtime? And she's like, we're just gonna, we're waiting. He's like, for what? She's like, we're just waiting for the phone to ring and hopefully it doesn't. Which makes no sense. Well, I mean, I kind of infer here that like Willie's is a dangerous place because of, I mean, the fact that Liv at this point has tried to burn it down. 
down down. and that they're like hopefully we don't get a call i mean and there's a fucking evil ostrich in there at this point yeah yeah he's trying to feast on the face she makes a comment where she's like we're paying you four like four times your normal salary for overtime and i was like that's a lot of money even if you made like minimum wage that's like was eight times four like 50 24 32, 32. <laughs> Either way, it's a big number and that's a lot of money. So he just goes back to cleaning. He mad vibing. He mad vibing in those scrubby scrubbies. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. He's just cleaning. He apparently really, really fucking wants his car or something. Because this man just cleans. He gives no shits that he's about to die at any point in this movie. No complaints. No. And he's just like, oh, just gotta go clean. Yeah. So I don't care that I'm stuck in here with a bunch of homicidal animatronics. So he is cleaning this bathroom and um, all of a sudden you start to hear like this like this this voice and he is stark. This is this bathroom is amazingly clean. I was like I would hire Nicolas Cage. Also um, they like literally made him clean it. It's like a month of him cleaning this bathroom. He like literally is cleaning the whole thing. It's a nasty bathroom. Yeah, it's disgusting. Got his hands like in the urinals. Yeah, so I thought that was hilarious. But then you hear this like voice and it says something along the lines of, I'm going to eat your eyes out. And I loved that. The confidence. Yeah. Um, And then a gorilla like animatronic jumps out of a stall and Nicolas Cage doesn't even bat an eye. And he just beats the shit out of this little gorilla. And I love that. There's this like one part where he just takes a plunger and just plunges the gorilla's face. And then he stomps him on the toilet. <laughs> and I thought this scene was funny because sometimes it would just switch to like POV shots. Of, like just the person's face. <laughs> So we get this like GoPro shot of like of looking up at the gorilla and he's like This was my favorite scene because it was like close to the beginning and then it was just so fucking weird. Yeah, and at this point Nicholas Cage just doesn't give it. He's like, whatever. Yeah, he just kills it and then he just leaves. Yeah, and goes right back to cleaning yeah. and playing his little pinball machine game and drinking sodas. Yeah, so throughout and- the movie he just continuously plays pinball and drinks the weird yeah. And he can see the rest of the animatronics in there. It's like Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. It's all on the stage. And like one by one, they just keep kind of like popping off. Like, and he just sees them all there. Why didn't he kill them when they were all on the stage? That's what I kept wondering. Oh, yeah, exactly. Also, this movie is weird because it makes it seem like this is a really big building by the way they shoot it. But it is literally a three-room building. There is a bathroom a main room, and then that little, like, horror room. The secret fun party room. Yeah. Well, there's also, like, a ball pit room and, like, the, like, the jungly room. No, 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 I saw a picture. The ball pit is in the oh. main room where the stage. Oh, it is? Yeah, the way they shoot it makes it look like there's multiple oh, rooms. That's so cool, though. Yeah, so I was like, this is weird. I was, like, watching a, I also, like, watched, like, part of a review on this, and they were like, you think that if your entire premise of a movie was in this one location... You would maybe try to make it look a little bit more extravagant. <laughs> so while he's going back and Nicolas Cage is just scrubbing, there's a knock on the door from the outside and he looks outside and it's the teenagers. They've shown up and they're trying to finish 
what Liv started earlier. They're trying to burn down Willie's, but she won't let them burn burn it down yet because she's like, we got to get the janitor out. Got to save that guy. She's like, hey, you need to come out. And he's like, no. He doesn't even say no. He just no. walks away. And she's like, well, we're getting him out. So she goes inside. And all of her friends are like begging her not to. And they also didn't care about the janitor. They were like, he wants to die. He's staying in there. So she crawls in through like the, the ceiling ducts. Mm-hmm. And as she's crawling, all of a sudden, Allie, the animatronic alligator, starts like snapping after her. How did she even get in there? I don't understand these animatronics because they're like super uncoordinated at some points, but then at other points, they can like, you know, crawl through the ceiling vents pretty well. I also thought that animatronics had to be on a track to move. Oh, that's interesting. That's what I always thought. Like, I thought, like, to get them to move around, they had to be on some type of track. But these ones seemed, like, free range. Yeah, possessed. I mean, I get, yeah, I guess so. Liv actually falls through the ceiling mm-hmm. into this kind of, like, spooky fairy-type jungly room. It kind of gave me Otherworld vibes, if anyone's been to Otherworld in Columbus. She's kind of chilling in there. And this, like, demon Tinkerbell... <laughs> <laughs> that's a great way to describe it I, this is the one i hated the most out of all the animatronics this one it's like kind of human her name is siren sarah um she literally looks like tinkerbell like on a ton of drugs <laughs> Pretty accurate. yeah and she is you know starts killing Liv as as you do when you're an evil animatronic tinkerbell and Liv, you know she's kind of holding her own she's kind of fighting her off and then the janitor comes in and he's whooping some ass yeah then all of Liv's friends fall through into the building because they were on the roof and it was it's an old building and they just fell through but collapses these teens fall in and they're like freaking out things kind of start going badly they start to kind of get attacked and Liv's like talking to the janitor and she's like come on you have to leave like we're burning it down this is a bad place so we find out that Willy's Wonderland is not just an innocent children's play place. It's actually was like when it was created, it was being run by this notorial, notorial, notorious group of serial killers. And so this guy would basically lure all these families in uh, and then he would take them into this like special party room. It's called like the super happy fun room or something. And they would go in there. And he would dress up as Willie the Weasel. And as they were all singing little happy birthday, he would sneak up behind them and just murder them. Yep, just cold-blooded murder. He's a great guy, clearly. Eventually, people in town are like, hey, uh, people are coming to this place and then they're going missing. Mm-hmm. People are dying. And then the police went to investigate and they found all of the serial killers dead in the super happy fun room. And they had performed some type of satanic ritual to transfer their consciousnesses into the animatronics. So now the animatronics are alive as these these serial killers. Genius idea on their part. I mean, it's kind of creative. Yeah. If I'm ever being chased by the cops, that's what I'll do. Legally, this is a joke. I don't think I'd want to become an animatronic, though, to be honest. Nicolas Cage hears the backstory and he's like, meh. Again, he doesn't say anything, but he just, like, literally walks out of the room and goes to play pinball. His watch beeps. So he's on this system where his watch will beep and he'll take a break. 
and hogo and play pinball pinball and drink a soda which is why i'm convinced that like there is cocaine in the drink and that he'll start to go through withdrawal if he doesn't drink it every so often (laughs) and it also gives him superpowers in my mind yeah i heard a theory that um like the sodas were like hp and he was like he had to drink it to like power up again that's creative i wish they would have done a more like scott pilgrimy take if that's the case Mm -hmm. me too i was just gonna say that say yeah i think they could have gone in a really cool direction with this movie if they added depth beyond just basic horror tropes and like a video game aspect. that'd be so cool and then kind of maybe if they spoofed five nights at freddy's more yeah because this is literally just five nights at freddy's just more mature yeah and this movie's just very repetitive like it needs something else yeah it is very horror tropey speaking of um adult themes and horror tropes we're now on to the part of my ew in Liv's friend group i don't even remember a lot of them there are these two there's this couple so there's mm-hmm. like the blonde bubblegum girl and her boyfriend who's literally the token black guy he literally is it's it's offensive absolutely so everyone the group goes off kind of following Nicolas cage or exploring or whatever and she's like oh the super happy fun room where is this going and then she says i'm really turned on right now by the fact that people literally perform satanic rituals and like were murdered in this room and this is like what like the fourth line she's had in the whole movie and then so they have sex yeah yeah as one does no i wouldn't say that (laughs) so shit's kind of just happening so this is where stuff starts to really go wild and where i thought this was going to be the end of the movie and unfortunately (laughs) it's like 30 minutes in yeah (laughs) but this like seems like the end so a bunch of shit starts happening so they're having sex and while that's happening all of their friends kind of start to get murdered yeah they kind of like split off yeah so everyone starts splitting off and this is when the one guy gets stabbed so the animatronics start to move around the room and everyone's freaking out and well they sing they sing a song first the the animatronics every so often will sing a song um they sing the willie's birthday song It was stuck in my head for like a whole day. And then they also sing this um, banging song about chickens. And they're like, five little chickens. I don't even remember how it goes. But they're like, they're singing about chickens and how the weasel will pick them off one by one. One happy weasel says it's dinner time. And like kill them. And like all of a sudden don't all the lights go out. Yeah. Yeah. And then the guy, nighty night, stabbing that guy. Yeah. He stabs one of the teens. And then you don't feel bad for them at all because you don't know anything about them. No, I don't even think that guy had any lines. They're just random people. Literally. It's, they're just, the only purpose of them is to die. And you can completely, that's so obvious in this movie. And that's why it just pisses me off so much. Because, I mean, I hear our professors being like, oh, horror tropes. And I'm like, there's no way that that really actually happens in movies. Like, there's no way people are just that dumb. And it's clear that this movie thought that, like, that would be funny to just only do horror tropes. But, like, it's not funny because you didn't add any elements that are funny to it. Yeah, this is supposed to be a comedy. And it's just bad. Yeah, I had to ask my our professor, because I watched this movie one day. Like, I started watching it before class. And then I went in, and I was like, oh, I started watching that movie. 
And she's like, what do you think of it? And I was like, well, I can't figure out if it's supposed to be a comedy or not. She's like, oh, it is. I'm like, why is it funny then? <laughs> why is it not funny? Yeah, so they start dying and no one cares. And then so the one guy, well, naturally, Nick Cage kills the one that killed him. Yeah. Um, but then the other ones start disappearing around the room and like mm-hmm. antagonizing them. So one of the guys hides and calls the sheriff. Yeah. And the sheriff is essentially like, shut Fuck up. You. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter. And so he calls back and he's like, Liv is here. And so naturally the sheriff's like, shit. And tells the other guy working with her that like, they have to go to Willie's. They grab like the shotgun and like get in the car. Yeah. The character with the most depth in this movie is the sheriff. And I think that sucks because she has like no screen time. Right. Also ACAB. Yeah. She has the most depth because she has a clear motivation. I feel like the other characters don't really have motivations. They have none. They don't explain anything. Yeah, but the the sheriff just wants to, I mean, keep Willie's running slash save Liv. And that's the only, I mean, that's like, that is a motivation. And other people, what's the janitor? I mean, the janitor is a motivation. Get car. <laughs> but like, it also makes no sense. So relatable. I would like, so also do this to save my car. Why does he not have emotion? I don't know. It's so weird. Maybe he's an animatronic in himself. Ah, I like that theory. Mm-hmm. The cops are on their way, and they're just kind of, they're just kind of fucking it up. Like they're just the the like everything. This is just like a murder montage right here. Yeah, everyone's just kind of getting murdered. Um, you the usual. Um, but the go back to the sex scene. Yeah, bubblegum girl. <laughs> yeah, they're having sex, and one of the animatronics like pops up. Allie and the alligator. They, the one girl's like, there's, there's no, it's watching us, I swear. And he's like, then let's give it a show. Why, why is she concerned about that? But she wasn't concerned about the, like, the, the suicide murder cult room. You knew this was going to happen. Like, what did you think was going to happen if you went alone in a room somewhere? Literally, this is the super happy fun time room where it wasn't super happy fun time for anyone that ever went in that room. It was super sad, bad time. And then they did the one thing that you if you do in a horror movie, you will yeah. die. There's a guy named Chris. Yeah, they go back to the guy who called the sheriff. He is hiding. This was so dumb. In like a little rocket. Like a, it's like a little like toy rocket thingy. Not toy rocket, but like a rocket ride thing. Something like that. He's hiding inside some little box. Yeah, like I thought it was kind of like, you know, those like big, like if you go to like Dave and Buster's, they have those. Like little room, like little booths that you go into and it's like Star Wars. Yeah. Like fake rockets. Yeah, he's in like one of those. And all of a sudden, I think it's a chameleon. I spent so long trying to figure out like what the hell this one was. I don't know. I honestly did not look at them. Her name, her name is Cammie. But she's like, I'm different, Chris. Like, I'm not going to hurt you. Like, I want to get to the afterlife. I don't want to be in this animatronic. And he f- falls for it. Yeah, I mean, I think it would have made more sense if we got more of maybe the serial killer's backstory. Maybe if we opened, instead of Nicolas Cage driving, we like opened with a scene of all the serial killers, like back when Willie's was like up and running and we got to see maybe some of their personalities before they were put into these animatronics. Then maybe we as an audience would have fallen for it as well. Or we would have like understood, yeah, or understood that like, like, oh, she really is 
Like maybe she really is different. Or- yeah. So he falls for it and he's like talking to her and they're pretty close and they seem to be like vibing. And then Liv walks in and Liv's like, what are you doing? Get away from it. And he's like, no, no, no. She's going to help us. And then she flicks out the, the chameleon, which makes yeah. sense if it's chameleon, flicks yeah. out her tongue and then breaks his neck. Another amazing five minutes of screen time for one of these characters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then so Liv, like it's about to attack Liv and then Nicolas Cage's character runs in and he's like about to beat the shit up out of her. And then his watch goes off and he just hands her like a, like a, like a tiny little toy knife and then walks out of the room to go play pinball and drink a soda. I thought this part was funny, to be completely honest. It was pretty funny. Yeah, he's just like, what? Okay. Because it's like you're building tension. And it's like, oh shit, it's about to go down. And he's just like, well, whatever. Also, something that I think is important to note. These animatronics kill all of the other people very easily. They're so strong. So strong. However, Nicolas Cage can beat them up. He can take them down like no other. Like, and it, it doesn't make sense. No. And also they seem to just fight so much worse when they're allowed in Nicolas Cage. Like they don't seem to use any of their like unique powers. And maybe it's just because Nick, maybe the whole point of the movie is just Nicolas Cage. He's awesome. Maybe Nicolas Cage is playing Nicolas Cage. Once again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's why he's just so cool. But so eventually the sheriff gets there and everyone is dead at this point except for Liv and the janitor. Yeah. And the sheriff shows up. She's like, oh, those stupid teens. They should have gone in there. They know they're not supposed to. And she takes Liv out and tells Nicolas Cage essentially what's going on. So the sheriff is driving over and she kind of explains the whole situation to Evan, the deputy. And she's like, so after all the serial killers' souls went into these animatronics, they kind of just shut Willie's down. But the animatronics started getting out and, like, killing people. And then at one point, a new guy bought Willie's and he tried to reopen it, but the animatronics were different. They would say, like, grossly inappropriate things. Yeah. <laughs> to, like, little children. Mm. And they would just, like, act weird so they like shut it down again and then people just kept dying. So the sheriff went in and she made a deal with Willie the Weasel. Mm-hmm. She was like, if you stop killing people in this town, <laughs> I will offer you human sacrifices. We will feed you, Willie. And she also makes a comment. She's like, we try to make sure that they're like dumb, like people who are immoral and then it cuts to a scene of just people like having sex of like in willies and then they get killed. What? I mean, I why would you have sex in a random fucking Chuck E. Cheese? What is it about Chuck E. Cheese that just gets people horny? <laughs> Do you think Willie's reuses their pizza? Absolutely. They reuse everything. They get there and she ties up uh Nicolas Cage and she takes out live and she says to Nicolas Cage that like she's putting him back in there and she handcuffs him and she puts him back in the building then she tells Evan to take home Liv and that she's going to stay there and handle make sure the situation's handled by the end of the night so yeah Evan goes and he's driving Liv back to the station and Liv starts guilt tripping him she's like you're just a murderer like everyone else you're part of this whole human sacrifice thing too and he's like no I'm not and she's like yes you are 
It's like, don't you want to do the right thing for once? He's like, okay. And he, he's about to turn around. And one of the animatronics pops out of nowhere on the road. Tito the turtle. I hated this one. It's like a mariachi turtle. <laughs> it's bad. He speaks only in Spanish. Yeah. And it's like bad. It's like subtitles. The, the Spanish is unnecessary. And offensive. And so the turtle scares the shit out of them because he's on top of the car. And rips Evan out of the car and starts like eating him. Bowser moment. Yeah. Is Bowser a turtle? Yeah, I think so. Koopa Troopa moment. <laughs> Good reference. Thank you. So Liv is like freaking out and she's trying to find the keys because she wants to drive away. And the turtle's like, oh, I have the keys. Do you want them? How does she kill him? She grabs a gun. She's like trying to shoot the turtle, but the turtle has the um, the bullets for the gun. I think she starts beating him up with like just like the gun itself. It was just bludgeoning him. Hits him in his little turtle balls. He doesn't like that. He does not like that. Because apparently they have genitals. And then she just kind of runs away. This, And then go, we go back to Nicolas Cage and he's just vibing in Willie's. And the a couple more of the animatronics start to kill him. So this is just the big kill all animatronic. He was handcuffed, but what didn't... Okay, so he kills one of the animatronics and the other one just stands there and watch. That doesn't make sense. He doesn't even... Well, he doesn't kill Sarah. He, like, he kills her, like, with his thunder thighs. Yeah, he literally just straddles her head and, like crushes her head with his thighs but then he immediately stands up and breaks out of the handcuffs just like casually <laughs> he, he just moves his arm and they break i was like why didn't he do that before killing her because that would make it easier i know yeah but cammy is just standing there just watching him kill the other one and i feel like this is i was like at this point i was like why do they just stand there it doesn't make sense. I know. And at one point, I think earlier in the movie, Liv sees them all on stage and she goes to try to kill them. And he's like, nope. And it's like, why? Yeah, I don't understand that. But anyway, he kills the gecko and he like rips out all of the like machinery inside of it. But he doesn't do that fucking Tinkerbell. We see that's an issue later. But he starts killing them all clean. At one point, he completely cleans Willie's and it looks pretty nice. It did look pretty clean. And then he just keeps playing pinball until stuff goes wild again it's just like one big repeating action over and over again it's very annoying i mean i appreciated his dedication to his routine i suppose but at what cost dude yeah like just get out of there i know maybe if he didn't play so much pinball maybe all the other teams wouldn't be dead so he beats he he beats everyone and willies and he decides to take out the trash yeah so he goes out he has the trash and he's putting it in the dumpster and he makes eye contact with the sheriff who is in her car watching Willie's. And she's like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> like, like, how did you win? So she pulls out the gun, naturally. Yeah. And she takes him back inside, kind of like puts him on the ground. And she like has the gun pointed at him. She's like, come on, Willie, come out and eat him. <laughs> she sounds like that. And then Willie, Willie takes a chomp, but not out of Nicolas Cage. No, no, no. He just slices the sheriff in half. So that was graphic. He starts fighting Willie. And Willie here has the advantage for mm -hmm. some reason. He's really beaten Nicolas Cage up. For the first time in the whole movie. I, like, I don't know what's going on. But he eventually like kind of dumps Nicolas Cage into the ball pit. He just kind of looks at the ball pit and he's like, not good enough. Doesn't Nicolas Cage go and like... Oh, he goes and he puts all his sodas 
in like a sack, like Sam's butter sock from iCarly. <laughs> <laughs> he goes back in and I think, I think he uses the sack. Yeah. And he starts beating the shit out of Willie with all these sodas. And it's like, why? Like, I'm sure there were like bricks or something in there you could have used. But he drinks the sodas later and wouldn't they just like explode? <laughs> it reminds me of the, the, the thing where Donald Trump was like, they get cans of soup for it. They say it's for their families. It's not family. Imagine having a whole like sack of like carbonated sodas. I don't know. It was kind of epic. He was, yeah, he kills Willie. At that point, it's morning. Yeah. And then he walks out and he's like, give me my keys to my car. But he doesn't say anything. He just puts out his hand. And it's clear, this made me so angry because it's clear that it's supposed to be like a badass moment where it's like, oh, look how strong he was. He defeated everyone. But instead, it's just like, you look like a, you look like a chump. Like, these people tried to kill you, and you're just gonna, like, leave? Yeah, and one of the guys is literally the one trying to, like, reopen Willie's again. Like, he literally owns the fucking building. It's like, you think if you hated the animatronics that n- enough that you stayed around until you killed all of them, that you would, like, I don't know, not want anyone to, like, reopen it or anything? Yeah, I feel like this movie taught me a very bad lesson for writing. Where I'm just like, no, I have to explain it. <laughs> I want to add, I wish Nicolas Cage had a, like, a badass one-liner, like, right there. Yeah, like, anything. Just, like, a simple, like, fuck you or something. Maybe maybe if you said, um, we're going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Instead, he says nothing, and he gets in his car, and he starts to drive away. And then yeah. Liv gets in the car with him. And they say nothing. Suddenly, Liv also no longer speaks for some, for some reason. Um, and then he's, like, drinking a soda. And he, like, looks over at her. And he just hands her one. And then they're driving down the road. And Tito, the turtle, is like, hey, hey. Like, stumbling through the road. And they just ram straight through him. I saw, um, like, a theory. Not really a theory. They were just talking about it. And they were, like, like throughout the movie, you can kind of see Nicolas Cage sort of mentoring Liv. That it's a very loose turn there. Yeah. So maybe he's like mentoring her and tra- training her to be the next badass. And maybe that's soda really, you know, just the final cap on that. That's what I assumed, but they don't explain any of it. So I was like, this is dumb. I would also not leave with a man I just met who has not spoke to me. <laughs> the only thing they explain in this movie is the sex scene. Ugh. I mean, and, and the whole backstory with Willie's, but like other than that nothing nothing but then it cuts back to um the guy who owns willie's the i don't i thought he was the mayor or something i'm not sure is his name like tex he's yes yeah, his name's tex yeah and he's thinking about he's talking to some other guy he's like i was talking to the the um like the car fixer guy the mechanic he's talking to the town mechanic and he's like i think i'm gonna reopen this place i think i'm gonna call it texas something yeah, he Texas Roadhouse. That <laughs> <laughs> would have been funny. He should have said that. And so they're just like chatting. They get back in the car and they're like, well, let's get out of here. And then you see the fucking satanic Tinkerbell <laughs> is on top of the car. And she's like, hee 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 hee. And she like covers the car in like gasoline or like does something with the gas tank or something. And then it explodes. <laughs> and she goes flying backwards. And someone was like, like, she doesn't die, so maybe yeah. they're setting it up for a sequel. 
but like why does it have to be her i bet the writers were like she's the sexiest animatronic let's leave her alive i didn't i did not think that and that's the movie that was the movie um it wasn't much it's not much of a movie just in itself so we kind of went through it fast plus we watched it like last week and then we had a bunch of technical difficulties maybe you can watch this one no don't i don't recommend that final thoughts final thoughts corner welcome to the final thoughts corner what are my final thoughts i'll tell you now oh she's rapping willie's wonderland was a movie and i don't know how bars my final thoughts when i first looked at this movie i thought this is going to be interesting and uncomfortable because it looks like Five Nights at Freddy's. And I don't like Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> I used to babysit boys and they would just watch Five Nights at Freddy's playthroughs. Oh, that gave me like, <laughs> like, ugh, I gotta shake yeah. that out. Ugh. I don't like that concept. I don't like Chuck E. Cheese. I'm probably gonna have to sage my room after this conversation. I don't. <laughs> but overall, I think this movie was just the embodiment of every horror trope. I think in my mind, it's kind of separated into two distinct realities, maybe, where, like, I think it's supposed to be a good movie because it has Nicolas Cage in it. Like, I think it's supposed to be this, like, big production mm-hmm. movie, but it's, in reality, it's just a B-movie. They just somehow got Nicolas Cage. Like, it's just another Shark Exorcist. But if Shark Exorcist had Nicolas Cage, movies like Shark Exorcist had, um, like, Amy Poehler in it oh i would watch that i still would not sharks amy poehler and then tina fey would probably be in it just for funsies she'd probably play the shark oh the ideas i've got the ideas no but it's just another at the end of the day it's just another shitty b movie i don't know i liked what they did with the building i thought it was cool i thought their sets were cool um the storyline didn't really make sense to me and i kind of just got fed up with how cliched it was Nicolas Cage, I do think, even though he had no lines, gave a very strong performance. I just wish he had one line. And those are my final thoughts. My final thoughts are, I hated it. Period. That's literally all. Like, the whole, my last line of my notes for this movie was, I am so glad it's over. Now, let's get into our special segment. The special segment! Welcome to this special segment. My name is Chad. And my name is Brad. And today, we're going to be talking about our favorite movie, Willy's Wonderland. <laughs> okay, so either way, um, <laughs> this is, welcome to the special segment about Willy's Wonderland. Ooh, that was a baby blue and pink song. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I had like a, a synesthesia moment. I don't have synesthesia, but I had a synesthesia <laughs> oh. moment. Thank you. It's like you're at a gender reveal party or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing my mind. <laughs> okay, so for this special segment, we're going to be reading some reviews that I found on this movie. 
Um, there's only a few that are like good, so it's not gonna be super long, but they're funny, so I think you should keep listening. I will be the laugh track. Anya will be the laugh track. Oh, I will oh, be oh. I will be the narrator, uh sponsored by Audible. Okay. Audible.com slash my ass. <laughs> Audible.com <laughs> slash Nicholas Cage's ass. Mm. No. So um, the first review, and this is from the Amazon page of Willy's Wonderland, and it says, the, the, the cover name of this review is Magnum Opus, and it goes on to say, The Godfather, Citizen Kane, Casablanca, and now Willy's Wonderland. Who is the mysterious drifter that comes into town? Why is he here? Why does he hate Willie's Wonderland? And what is his erotic obsession with punch, pop, and pinball? Nobody knows. No, seriously, nobody does. The writers of this film don't know, and the viewer, the viewer sure as hell doesn't either. Does any of that matter? No, because this movie has Nick Cage tearing an animatronic's head off with his muscular thighs. Casablanca. <laughs> That's your response to that? that's like the one out of those i've seen I <laughs> i'm just comparing them in my mind and i'm like mm, no i think they're just saying like great movies well, yeah um no. they also said 10 out of 10 i mean it's not wrong nobody knows they they technically just said factual things which is i would review this was a movie it had <laughs> animatronics and nicholas cage the end it didn't really make any sense Period. Submit. <laughs> the next review, stick with me here, says, an absolute blast. This movie is a cheese monster, soaked in cheese, carrying an enormous wheel of neon cheese that says cheese on it. If you come in here expecting some dramatic masterwork character study that gets lauded in a French art class, you're an idiot. If you come in here expecting to turn off your brain and watch Nick Cage go ham on murderous animatronics while wondering what Ian e. Malcolm from Jurassic Park would have to say about the whole situation, you're gonna have a great time. This movie wastes zero time in getting the point, which is watching Kate Nicholas Cage murder the murder bots. Some of the camera work is a bit questionable at times and the editing can be a bit choppy, but I promise if you accept the movie for what it is, you'll be absolutely entertained. Um, first of all, I feel insulted by this review. It's a cheese monster soaked in cheese carrying an enormous wheel of cheese that says cheese on it. Um, I had an idea. Maybe the reason these people like these movies so much is that if you took like a bunch of acid and then you watched this movie. Maybe that's what you need for it to like make sense. In the next episode, Anya and Victoria do acid <laughs> and then watch this movie again. And then I never come back. <laughs> <laughs> and then we never stop doing acid. No, I don't think I would ever come back. Ellen <laughs> is forever high on acid. We're tripping on acid. Whatever the fuck the, the saying is. I'd be tripping over my own feet. I don't need to do acid. The next one is called Nicholas Cage Can Step on Me. Very good movie, 10 out of 10. Watch with your friends. Ooh. -woo. That's the that's it. Curb stomp me, Dad.
Uh, <laughs> oh my god there's like a someone i'm not reading it but someone wrote a view of every single i can't even tell what this is it's like talking about like a guy on the phone and like screen share i want to see it okay i'm like really confused i'm not reading it look how long it is daddy nick's ultimate masterpiece <laughs> i'm like i don't know what it's even saying the animatronic characters do get a bit quirky at night, but do I blame them? No. If I were forced to dance around, I would do the same too. I don't think this person understood the movie. They'll pee most likely to see you as a metal endoskeleton. I think this might be like a literal script from Five Nights at Freddy's. I wouldn't know. Okay, so the next one is titled My Balitos. I don't know what that means. Is that? Either way, it says, when Harambe got curb stomped on the urinal, it spoke to me. I'm sure it did. The next one is Five Nights at Cages or Willy Wonderland was good for what it is. If you're going to expect, if you're going into this expecting a film with the likes of The Exorcist or The Shining, of course, you're going to be disappointed. This film is more of a neo B-rated, neo-grindhouse-style action horror film with a small twist of comedy. Most emphasis on the action. Yeah, no shit. It's from John Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then the rest of the reviews are pretty normal. Oh, someone did hate it. The main character is too powerful and super annoying. Uh, Facts. Someone said they loved every minute of it. They were wrong. That was Willy's, 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 Willy's Wonderland. Why'd they call it Willy's? They could have called it something else. I know, because I feel like I associate Willy with Willy Wonka. I just keep thinking. Like penis? Like, it's like, I feel like it's one of those, like you're driving down the highway, you know, like back from Cleveland. And you see all those signs for adult mart. I feel like it's just it'd be Willy's Wonderland signs, and it'd be ah, the same. I kind of like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna open yeah. a sex shop called Willy's Wonderland. Willy's Wonderland. See it. I'm gonna put Nicolas Cage on all of the signs. <laughs> oh, I could call Willy's Wonderlube. <laughs> See, it all comes. It's full yeah. circle, baby. Full, full circle. circle. But uh, if you liked this episode, kiss my ass. Mean <laughs> it. <laughs> Sometimes I forget this is for school. <laughs> Same. Just have fun. This is the episode they're gonna listen to. Yeah, watch. This is the episode like everyone's like, oh, let's take a listen. <laughs> this is the worst episode. <laughs> Finals week, please. Get us some slack. I'm dying. Uh, DM us about your uh... favorite Willie. Yeah. <laughs> if you liked this episode, or if you didn't, and you want to send us hate comments, follow Ooh. us on at Down Bad So Sad on Instagram. And if you are writing a hate comment, make it funny at least. Just DM yourself it. <laughs> yeah. Loser. <laughs> Loser. We will put it on our story and laugh. Yeah. And then I'll cry silently. Anywho. I'm leaving that all in. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) 
guys okay i need you to understand like the first half of the episode is like business it's business anya and victoria like we gotta we got stuff to do the second half of the episode is like moles it's okay it's like if you have a mullet like the first part of the episode is, is the front it's business and the, the special episode is the party in the back i hope you like the episode goodbye bye peace